Hello, I'm Ricky Koopman. And I'm Danny Reid. And this is Don't Have a Do It, a podcast from the City of Mount Gambier Library. This podcast delves into the stories of the Mount Gambier Library, from authors to innovation, programming to local history. We invite you to join in and learn about what we do here in the library and our place within the community. Volunteering brings people together, builds communities and creates a better society for everyone. Commencing on Monday the 16th of May, National Volunteer Week gives us the chance to recognise the vital work of volunteers and show our appreciation. It is estimated that almost 30% of Australians over the age of 15 participate in unpaid voluntary work each year. To begin this episode, we are joined by Patricia Ellis, Volunteer Coordinator here at the Gambia Library. Tell us about how the volunteer program began. It first began when we were in the old library, probably 13 or 14 years ago, and the then library manager wanted to get volunteers in to promote the new library that was in the process, in the plans of being built. So she really, she didn't want volunteers to help with the workload or anything, she just wanted volunteers really as ambassadors to go out into the community, to tell them how great the new library would be, what a great place it was for everyone to come, not just readers. But she just wanted volunteers to um, promote promote the library and what a great place it was going to be. And what a great job they did at that um, from the beginning. So how many people do we have volunteering here at the library? Well, we've got about 20 regular volunteers. And when I say regular volunteers, I mean um, volunteers that come in each week to help with mainly shelving. We've also probably got a dozen uh, lady lionesses that come in and help with the home delivery services and there's probably a dozen um, in the friends. So we've got a book here that's by Christian White and I'm going to put that back into the WH section. Cheers. So I place the book back and that's all ready for somebody else to find. You made friends with customers? Uh, Well, yeah. Yeah. Peter and um, his name, he's working at the moment. But yeah, I talked to them. Yeah, I've made friends, friends with them. But I've had other customers come and ask me for things. Yeah. And that's how, yeah, I always able to help them. Yeah, yeah. And do you like to give them recommendations? Is that kind of a topic of conversation? Yes, I do recommend them. And I also say, look, we haven't got a book, go to the front desk and they'll be able to help you. Yeah, yeah. And you like a good DVD, don't you? Yes, I do. Yeah. So what are you watching at the moment? I've just finished season 24 of Silent Witness. Yeah. And are you recommending that to people? Definitely. Yep. And I also get a lot of CDs. Yeah. So at the moment I've just picked up a Pink Floyd and a Hootie Goos CD. But there's also um, other roles that they film. Yes. But they they cover books, unpack new books, uh, they shelf tidy, so they'll go and put books in order on the shelves. Certain volunteers help with local history databases, um, actually inputting the data, um, we have volunteers that run a Lego club, they run a, a groove box club, you name it, volunteers have just about done it all here, we're so lucky. So we're in a lucky position that our volunteers seem to stick around for a long time. They do, we've had a couple that have been here right from the very beginning, so we're looking at 13, 14 years. 
And really the only reason why our volunteers leave is they might move out of Mount Gambier or they might be really at an age where they're well and truly ready to retire. And they really are like our staff. It doesn't take long for them to just slot in and, and really just become part of the staff. Right, a cup of tea time. Yes. Nice. You're, having, you're having coffee today. Yes, I'm having coffee. Enjoy my coffee. We do this. We don't <laughs> actually talk about it. So what is that? Is that a secret hand signal? Yes, it is. And what's the secret hand signal for? To go and have a cup. So we don't have to shout down the whole length of the library yes. and let everybody know we're off for a coffee. <laughs> we just have this hand signal. Coffee time. <laughs> But, you know, they make such wonderful friendships while they're here. We've got, um, you know, they'll bring in birthday cake when it's somebody's birthday cake, birthday. They'll come in, even when they're not rostered on, to have a coffee with someone who maybe hasn't been well or uh, they go for walks together outside. They really develop um, lifelong friendships. But also, you can see that they often make friendships with our customers as well. Yes, and because a lot of them have been here for most of their lives, they know so many of their customers, so they just chat away and it really creates a great atmosphere. <laughs> Next we chat to Cheryl, one of our most happiest and cheerful volunteers, and hear how important she is to the library and also how much volunteering means to her. I've been here over 10 years, um, not long after the... Um, new library opened, so quite a long time now. Yeah, yeah, it certainly is a long time. Yeah. What made you decide to volunteer in the library in the first place? Well, I love reading, I love books, and it's just a great place to be. So one of the main roles you do here is the shelving. Yes. So I actually think you probably know the layout and the collections more than the, us, us staff members. Yes, you're probably right there because sometimes the staff ask me where things go <laughs> uh, and also the customers too, so it's good to be able to help them. Is there a genre or a trolley of books or items that you don't like doing? Kids. Non-fiction. What? I don't mind non-fiction. The kids does my head in. It's all over the place. In non-fiction, it just takes me longer. I can zip through the others quite quickly, but non-fiction, yeah, every number, da-da-da-da-da, yeah. It just well, takes like longer. I sorting them because mm. they're usually out of, out of whack. Out of whack. So I put them, that little section that I'm doing, I put back in whack, particularly the arts and crafts. Marion's a bit more methodical than what I am. <laughs> put it that way. <laughs> so what other things? Um, we unpack the new books that come into the library and they have to be covered and um, ticked off to make sure they're all there. So we do things like that. Um, and that also, must be exciting as well with yeah. opening the new books and yeah. <laughs> going through. It's almost like a Christmas present. I it is really. Yeah, no, that, that's really good fun. Yeah, we enjoy that. Hello, Rowan. Hello, Marion. So when you're putting away DVDs, are you picking some out for yourself? Yes. And t tidying them and putting them in the right place because they get all mixed up. And I'm just happy to be here and I enjoy it so much. I really look forward to coming and, yeah, no, it's just the enjoyment, I think, and I love meeting people and I catch up with friends and maybe chat sometimes a bit too long. <laughs> As we're hearing, there are so many roles and tasks that volunteers fulfil here at the Mount Gambier Library. We decided to talk to one of our volunteers with a love for technology and discussed how he shares his knowledge and passion with members of the community in some of the tech-based programs available here at the library. So 
Gwen's to copper and a silver bit set the back touch the battery. LED light come on and I've made little wings and like My name's Matthew, I've been volunteering at the library for at least four, maybe five years. So what made you want to volunteer in the library in the first place? Well, to get me more active, I guess, um, in in the community and um, basically, yeah, to help the community, help improve myself as well. Uh, So when you did start volunteering, what was the first role that you did? Well, initially, um, when I first applied, I thought I was going to be on a waiting list for a few years, but... Luckily, um, they needed help with the 3D printing and having sort of a tech background that helped me get into the, the 3D printing side, helping local community members learn software and how to print their own little things on the 3D printer. Um, yeah. So that sort of led to our makerspace prior to the pandemic. <laughs> we had it set up every Tuesday? Yes, Tuesday afternoons, yeah. But that led to not only um, the 3D printing, but we had our Wacom boards, which were yes. the digital drawing. So there's a whole bunch of things that you sort of got your head around. Yeah, well, the, yeah, there was more than just the 3D printing, the, the Wacom and the tablets. <laughs> Some of the uh, community members and kids that used to come in and draw was amazing, um, unlike my drawing skills. <laughs> <laughs> also led me into further... Um, which is what called Steam Club now, I guess, which is working with kids. Yes, it works. Mine's doing Merry Christmas. It's probably an area I wouldn't have moved into, I guess. That's right, that's right. The library. So that's our Steam Club, which is every Tuesday during the school term yeah. and focuses on um, a lot of technology as well as science-based that's right. activities and learning. It's changed a bit over the years, it but certainly it's, has. <laughs> it's still going strong. If you'd like to know more about anything we've covered in this episode, contact us here at the library and don't forget to subscribe to keep up to date with future episodes. Thanks for listening to Don't Overdo It, a podcast by the Mancambia Library.